Hallelujah. Come on, y'all give God a hand praise in this place. Hallelujah. <laughs> now listen. Y'all listen to me very carefully. I'm giving y'all three straight weeks. I'm preaching on the Holy Ghost. So brace yourself. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be intense. But God said it's time to bring the people back into what I promised them. He said too many people walking around saying they have my spirit. And there's no proof of it. There's no fruit of it. And there's no evidence of it. But when I finish preaching on this for three straight weeks, either you're going to say I already have it or I need to get it. Uh It won't be no mystery. It's not going to be all deep. I don't have no fancy titles for you. The title every week is power. Come on. Y'all heard what I just said? I'm talking about power. Three weeks in a row, I'm telling y'all right now. Because if you got power, they used to have this song, power to make you walk right. Power to make you talk right. Power to make you live right. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I feel this already. See, when you got the Holy Ghost, this is what I learned about the Holy Ghost. The first word on that thing is called holy. You can't say you have the Holy Ghost and he not leading you to be holy. But we about to learn about the. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, did you get that power? Somebody say, power in the house. Somebody say power in the house. Y'all don't remember that song the Bible says in Acts, they were all in one accord. The Bible said they were all sitting in the upper room. And it say suddenly. Come on, I heard the Lord say, son, bring the church back to her power days. Bring her back to her power days. Oh, that sound good. Woo! I feel that in the air already. They shouldn't have gave me a day off of work. I had a whole day off yesterday. I was able to just talk to the Lord. I was able to just spend time with the Lord. What happened on the day of Pentecost? Now on the day of Pentecost, when it had fully come, Uh they were all in one place. They were all with one accord. That's all I'm preaching about. Nothing fancy. Like no enticing I words of man's wisdom. We gonna come and talk about the Holy Ghost. House, yeah. Spirit what happened? You don't have to wonder what's going on inside. It was you what? The power of the Holy Ghost. Guess what? That's what we're singing about. We need power in the house. Come on, I feel revival in my spirit. Come on. The house, nothing but power in the house. Sanctified power in the house. Now when all of this took place, Uh-oh. they began to speak with Uh-oh. Uh-oh. tongues like fire. I feel the old like path a moment. Come on, we got to go back to the old path. Come on. Two minutes. Not much. Not much. They don't even want to pray. My cousin. You don't have to Come on, anybody in here filled with the Holy Ghost? Come on. What we need? We need power in the house. Come on, we going back to the old path like Isaiah said. Come on. Power in the house. Sanctify. 
his people to come out in the uproar. Who was in there? The Who else? The disciples Who else? And the mother of Jesus. Everybody need power. He had to be in doubt. What about me? What about you? What about you? What about me? You can't get by. Get by, but listen. You don't have to Come on up here. Come on up here. Clap your hands and stomach your feet. Come on, lift your hands. You can have that power too. Come on. We need power in the house. Come on. Power in the house. Power in the house. No religion. No false doctrine. You don't need my idea. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. If you're a liar, come on in. You need to turn around and walk in here. Like if your heart facts. Yeah. If your heart drug Come on in. You need to turn around and walk in here. Come on in. Come on. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place already. You need to turn around and walk in here. Let me tell you. Hey, come on. Come on, I don't care what you're going through. You better praise God. Come on, if you want this power to rest up on you, come on, praise your way through. He's the power in the house. He's the power in the house. Come on, come on, come on. Come on and help me say Jesus in the house. Jesus in the house. Jesus in the house. Jesus in the house. Come on, Jesus. 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 Come on, Jesus.
been talking to God and I've just been laying to just kind of being to myself a little bit and I've just been reflecting I've been thinking and talking to God I say Lord I've been in church all my life started when I was a little boy grew up Baptist and then I moved over went to non-denomination no denomination and I say okay God I've come to a conclusion. There's only one thing I want now. Pure Christ. I don't want nothing mixed with it. I don't want nothing polluted. I don't want nothing contaminated. I don't want my mind in it. I don't want no... Uh -uh. The Bible say when the Holy Ghost comes, they say you don't even need a man to teach you. Y'all heard what I just said? I used to be scared to say that because people make you so dependent on them. 
But now I understand why the Bible say you don't need a man to teach you. Because sometimes they can teach you from their own desires. They can teach from their own motives. They can teach from their own agenda. So I said, okay, God, I don't reach the point in my life. I want the pure spirit. I don't want nothing mixed with it. I don't want nothing polluting it. I don't want nothing diluting it. I don't want it watered down. I just want the pure Holy Ghost. Because I looked at the church world, I said, I see why people don't do this. I'm just talking about me today. I said, I see why people don't want to do this church thing. There's too much man in it. There's too much flesh in it. There's not enough Holy Ghost in it. There's not enough Jesus in it. And I'm about to be 45 years old next week, next month. And I've made a choice. I ain't mixing nothing with Jesus. I ain't mixing no denomination. I would never say I'm a Catholic. I would never say I'm a Baptist. I would never say I'm a Hebrew Israelite. You're never going to see me call House of Freedom Church of God in Christ. You will never see me say Pentecostal. Only thing you're going to hear me say is I represent Jesus. And he said, if you don't have my spirit, you're none of mine. I said, God, I'm going to bring this thing back to the basics. I said, this is where I'm at in my journey. I said, it's time for me to bring this back to the basis. I don't need no more fancy titles. I thank God for being in rain. I don't need the screens flashing behind me right now. It's just time to get to the basics of the power of God. Do you have the spirit? That's where I'm at in my life. And that's from experience. I'm not talking to you from just some intellectual place. I'm talking to you from what I've journeyed through in this religious world. This religious world to me, LJ, as a person, is disgusting. It's disgusting. Because people try to use this man's name for their own agendas. Instead of introducing... See, when you call to preach, you call to connect people to Jesus and teach him about his spirit and when he baptizes you in his spirit that's what's supposed to govern your life oh my god I knew I felt this thing that's why people are confused nowadays because people gotta come up with so many gimmicks and titles to try to capture people instead of teaching them who Jesus is that's where I'm at in my ministry if it's not about Jesus you can miss me I'm not even interested even in the King James Version, what I'm thankful for is they put all his words in red. You can go turn on YouTube and listen to somebody, but we listen to people more than we read what's in red. Jesus said it like this in the book of Luke. He said, go to Jerusalem and tarry there. Jesus said this. We don't even hear this preached too much no more. He said, don't you come out of that upper room until you be endured with some power from on high. I say, Lord, what's the problem? What's the... He say, son, the problem is the word tarry. People don't want to tarry no more, so we need gimmicks to grab people. We need catchy titles to grab people. Jesus didn't say, give me no gimmicks. Paul said, I'm coming to you not with enticing words, 
See, the church is full of enticing words and, and programs and isms and schisms. We about to bring House of Freedom back down to just the basics of what Jesus taught. 2022 not going to look like it did back in 2021. Three, week, three weeks straight, all you're going to hear me preaching on is the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, it like, I don't even know what the church service is going to look like. But I know a lot of people are going to get the Holy Ghost. I know that already. I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't predict because what happens is you can get caught up in the modern way to do church. And you can miss the power. And we can come together and, and we can get committees and teams and, and we can figure out how to fit the modern world. But John the Baptist didn't do that. John the Baptist was preaching in the wilderness. He didn't have on the fancy clothes like you and me. The Bible say he was clothed in camel hair and he ate locusts and wild honey. God is taking me somewhere. I hope y'all with me. And we're not going to be adding all kind of rules like, you know, holiness don't need assistance. You, 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 the God say, don't add to my word. We got people adding to the word and thinking their rules going to make people holy. Nah, he didn't say I was coming to give you some rules. He said, I'm coming to give you the Holy Ghost. And it's supposed to lead you and guide you into all was true and was right. He say righteousness and joy and peace is in the Holy Ghost. I've never seen so many people that say they got the Holy Ghost that's so mean. The Bible said that there's joy in the Holy Ghost. How you got the Holy Ghost and you always mean? Paul said if you live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. He said the fruit or the proof that you got the Spirit is that you love people. That you got joy in your heart. That you meek and you gentle. You full of faith. You patient. The Lord told me plain. He said this ain't deep. He said a lot of people say they have my Spirit and I don't see no trace of it. I don't see no proof of it. See tongues is when you get baptized. But God is looking for you to go past them tongues. He want to see some fruit. He want to see how you treat people. How you did. How is it that people say they got power and they faint every time they face a trial? And you say, I got power. What kind of power we have? And all every time we face something, we quit. That ain't no power. That ain't no power. Jesus said, Go to Jerusalem. Y'all sit down. Come on, I want everybody rolling with me through this because this is going to be three weeks of power. Somebody say power. Somebody say it ain't going to be fancy. It ain't going to be all cute. It's going to be about power. Because you can get a pretty message and stay bound. You know how many Christians sitting in church bound? There's no way you're supposed to have the Holy Ghost and you can't stay off pornography. There's no way you say you've got the Holy Ghost and you can't put down a drunkenness problem. Or, or, or Listen, y'all, we got to just really bring this thing to the basics of what this Bible is talking about. And that's what pastor going to do. Can I do that? Somebody say, Lord, I want some power. 
Because now something happening. I'm losing my voice a little bit. Let me turn this to me so I don't have to. Just turn them maybe to me so I can. Amen. Just this one and that one. Just point them toward me. I think that'll do the trick and I'll be okay. So let's jump right into this. Somebody say power. I hope y'all with me today. Oh, that's it right there. I'm good. Let's go to the book of Luke chapter number 24. Luke, and I'm going to give you something very interesting. How many of you know the devil been fighting the baptism of the Holy Ghost since the first day it started? Since since Acts chapter 2, from the very first time God baptized people in the Holy Ghost, the devil has launched an all-out assault on the Holy Ghost from the very first day. Look what Jesus told him in Luke 24. And look, y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. <laughs> My notes not all pretty and, and, and they're not, they not all together right now. I'm just going to lean on the Holy Ghost. I'm going to rely on the Holy Ghost to let him lead me to give you what you need to hear. Somebody say Holy Ghost preach. Verse 44, Luke chapter 24. And here's a missing message that, 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 that we need to hear all over again. And he said unto them, you know, and as I was thinking about this, the Lord said, don't let these people leave 2021 with no power. God said, don't you let people leave this year with no power. He said, because this is something that I promised to my people. And he said unto them, these are the words which I spent unto you while I was yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled. Somebody say all things must be fulfilled. Which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. And then he opened their understanding. Somebody say, Lord, open my understanding. He said, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations. Somebody say beginning in the church. Why is it that we don't want to hear the words repentance in the church no more? How many of you know sometimes as a Christian, you're going to have to repent of some things? Somebody say repentance is not a bad word. The word repent just simply means as you're being educated in the word of God and you see that there's things in your life that's not in alignment with how God is teaching you, you just say, God, I behave that way. Now I'm going this way. I repent. I turned around. Jesus said this should be preached among all nations starting at Jerusalem. And then he said, you are witnesses of these things. He said, and behold. Somebody say behold. Now this is why he used the term behold and he put a comma. <laughs> that word behold means this. When you behold in something, you slow down. You pause. Do you analyze it? You take it in. Jesus said this. He said, Behold. He said, Slow down. He said, I send the promise of my Father. Somebody say, Up on you. Not to touch you. You know, I used to hear people say these words, I caught the Holy Ghost. Y'all ever heard somebody say that? 
And when I was growing up, you would see, and it was just the older people, sometimes the older person, they would like faint or something, and they say, oh, she caught the Holy Ghost. And so I'm growing up thinking, okay, when somebody catch the Holy Ghost, they just kind of, you know, she caught the Holy Ghost. But Jesus didn't, nowhere in the Bible say you can catch the Holy Ghost. He said the Holy Ghost is going to come up on you, meaning you're going to feel it. When, it, when something come up on you, you're going to know it's there. Listen, we're not in an era where you can say, I think I got it. Uh, I think I got touched. Uh, uh, no. See, that's not what Jesus was giving to the church. Jesus wanted you to know that when this thing come upon you, you're going to know something happened to you. Am I preaching to some people that ever been had the Holy Ghost come up on them? Can I get an amen? Has the Holy Ghost ever come up on you? Now, now I'm about to help this modern generation. He said, but Terry, you in the city of Jerusalem, how long until you be endued with power from on high? Somebody say Terry. Ain't a bad word. Do you know what that word Terry means? Don't move. Terry means don't move until what Jesus said happens to you. He said, now go into Jerusalem and don't you move until the Holy Ghost come upon you. All right. So the Lord spoke this to me expressly. Listen to me, y'all. I did a little study on something. <laughs> and, and God said, son, he said, people can't tarry. He said, let me show you why people can't tarry. This is why people can't tarry the minor generation. And some of you, what I'm about to read, you're doing it right now. Your mind, your attention span already on something else. Let me show you what's happening to this modern society. Y'all listen to me very carefully. Listen. Y'all ready to listen? The scrolling on social media caused brain damage. I was a psychology major, and my curiosity has always been with how the mind works. And I was just thinking, and I started, one day I was looking at Facebook, and I was just looking, this was an observation before I studied this particular topic. And I've been going to look at the way is designed. I look at, okay, for a post. So a post, imagine a post is in between my hands. Okay, that's a post right there. You've got a line on the top, and you've got a line on the bottom of each post. Amen? Well, here's what's happening. How many of you really honestly take the time to look at every post, detail for detail, line for line, every link, Every picture, how many of you do that? You're the only one. Here's what, what do most people do? Let me show you why you can't tarry. Let me show you what's going on with this society, why we have changed the structure of church, <laughs> why we rush church, why we try to make church fit into the modern way humans are. Your alarm goes off. I'm talking now. Y'all listen to me carefully because I'm about to give you the average, the average day of the average American citizen. Y'all ready? Your alarm goes off. 
the first thing you reach for is your phone. Can I get an amen? Y'all, let's be honest. You're sitting in church, the angels of heaven watching you, so you better not lie. How many of you, the first thing you reach for is your phone when you wake up? That's it? Look, tell the truth. No? Now hold them hands up. Because I'm trying to show you what's happening. All right. That's at least about 80 to 90% of humans. And this is a small sample size, but I know it's true. You sift through your notifications. Amen? You want to see what you missed while you were sleeping? <laughs> this missing most of them before hopping onto Facebook to see what's happening while you were asleep. Amen? They sitting up there like, leave me alone. All right. You made it to work. It's your lunch break. You're slowly working away your meal while catching up on tweets you missed in the past four hours. How many of you do social media at lunch? Don't make me call you out now. No? Nobody just grabbing and kind of pee? I do. I'm going to go ahead on and free y'all. Once you finish, it's time to feast your eyes on Instagrams. Listen, perfectly curated tropical vacations, morning lattes, and flat lays. Before you know it, you're home from work. And now it's time to relax and scroll on Pinterest for dinner inspiration. You've got, you need some ideas, you need some opinions, you need some stories, so they go past your eyes all day so fast that you barely have enough time to register every separate thought. How many people they sound like that? Let's be honest, because the Holy, I'm trying to help y'all. Now, listen, chronic, it's called chronic scrolling. Chronic scrolling is causing us to lose our attention spans. How you going to tire for the Holy Ghost and you can't stay focused on one thing? Let me show you how long. In 2015, Microsoft did a study on humans' attention spans, and they found it to be a shockingly low. Somebody throw a number out. How many seconds? What you, who, what you say? Seven what? Six seconds? Seven minutes or seconds? 30 to 60 seconds? Anybody else? How long? 15 seconds, what you say? 50? Here's the answer. Eight seconds. The average human attention span is eight seconds. The meaning you got eight seconds to say what you got to say or they mind on something else. Now, how you going to go tarry to being due with some power and you only giving the Holy Ghost eight seconds to move? So you telling God, if you don't do it in eight seconds, I'm on to something else. We wonder why people can't get out of bondage. We wonder why people can bow. We wonder why people can't get free. Because you telling God, I'm giving you eight seconds to get me free and I got to go do something else. 
Don't y'all get quiet to say, man, you're getting help. You're getting free. I didn't even know I was going to preach this, but I did a little experiment during the week with myself. Because I said in 2022, my objective for my personal life, I want to be more disciplined in every area of my life. I want to put away things that's wasteful, time that I can be doing things more productive. And one of the things I committed to, I said, well, let me stop scrolling. This was before this even came. And when I looked up, I had a hundred and something notifications. I said, okay, I see what the notifications do. That's like bait. As soon as you open your phone, you're going to see about 15 notifications that suck you in and you just stop. Amen. I said, okay, I see how this is. Every time you open a social media account, do you want notifications? Every time a notification hits your phone, that's causing your attention to go to something else. It's not even humanly possible to keep up with all the notifications. Church, listen to me. You are being robbed of experiencing God by the way the society is set up. That's why Paul said, don't be conformed. I can't promise you a church that's going to conform to the way we've allowed our mind to be. We're not going to tie God's hand up in house of freedom. I can't cut away altar calls. I can't stop people praising God. I can't stop the spirit from moving because your mind already on something else. But this is where we are. Now look, look what they say, and then I'm going to go back to the word. Our attention spans weren't always this low, obviously. But we've trained ourselves, listen, to get bored with a topic before we even discovered half of it. That's why people can't study their Bible. They get bored with it. You're going to have to discipline yourself. You're going to have to break this worldly system off of your mind if you want to know God. If you desire a relationship with God, you're going to have to train your mind and break your mind out of this system that's been created all around you. How did this happen to society? The answer is social media. Listen, in her podcast, listen, cognitive, talking about the study of the mind, (laughs) cognitive neuroscientist Dr. Caroline Leaf explains that by scrolling on social media, We're teaching ourselves to give our attention to one post for three seconds. And then a meme for a half a moment. And then skip past the next post because it's three lines long. Because that's just too much to read. We've disintegrated into a point as humanity where three complete sentences is too much to read. Yet we're supposed to tarry till we be filled with power. How in the world are you going to tarry to be filled with power and you can't read three complete sentences? You know how many scriptures I have to give to you today? Think about it. Look. In fact, she goes so far as to say that this causes brain damage. 
What is brain damage? Something that's damaging your brain from functioning the way God designed it. The reason why the church is being robbed of her power is because the brains of humans are damaged. And a sermon is just too much information. Because it takes too long. 40 minutes is too long. Because now I see a whole church service done in an hour and 10 minutes. Because now people go, this is what happens. Any business, they're going to go and they're going to try to find, how do I get my product into the hands of humanity? So they study human behavior and say, okay, if we got a good product, but we got to do it quick. Heaven ain't interested in quick. How you going to be bound with a lust demon for eight years and you give God eight seconds to free you? How? How you going to be bound with alcohol all your life and you give God three seconds to give you a word to bring you out? No, church, we got to go back to the days of sanctification. Sometimes it's going to take God a week just to get you ready for the Holy Ghost. You got to get ready for the Holy Ghost. You can't just come up here all week long. You have no interest in the Holy Ghost. And then I call an altar call and you say, God, give me the Holy Ghost. He's going to say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't put new wine in an old bottle. You want me to give you this spirit so you can go back to this man you're not married to? You want me to give you my spirit and you have no mind to stop being a drunk? You want me to give you my spirit and you have no mind to clean up your life? God say, I'm not about to put my spirit in you and you're a man and you want to be with another man. The power is to give you the ability to obey what's written in the Bible. Let me run that back like this. (laughs) What I'm learning... This is what I'm learning about the modern church. There's not a lot of Christians that really know doctrine. Look what Jesus said. Listen, John the Apostle said it like this. He said, in heaven, there are three that bear record. He said, the father has a voice. The son or the word has a voice. And the Holy Ghost. And then look what he said. These three agree in one. Meaning the Holy Ghost is never going to lead you to violate the word. How can you say you have the Holy Ghost and your whole life is violating the word? The Holy Ghost is going to lead you to obey the word. You may not even understand the Bible, but that's the teacher. He is supposed to come and you're going to say, Holy Ghost, I don't even know what to do. He's going to say, turn to John chapter 3, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you're going to hear in your mind, and you're going to open to that scripture, and it's going to be like a light went off. I've seen people say they have the Holy Ghost, and they're not convicted of any sin. How can you say you have the Holy Ghost, and your life is never convicted? Y'all, the Holy Ghost is going to convict you. The Holy Ghost is going to deal with you. Somebody say, it's a lie. It's a real spirit, and it can be grieved. How many of you know you can grieve the Holy Ghost? How many of you know you can frustrate the Holy Ghost? You know what frustrates the Holy Ghost? He comes to live on the inside of you. 
And he's trying to lead you to apologize to your husband. He's trying to lead you to forgive. I've never seen so many people walking in a fence and saying they got the Holy Ghost. I've never seen so many spirit-filled offenders. How can you say you got the Holy Ghost and all you do is offend people and never apologize? Y'all, but you got to realize, you got to realize, you got to be humble enough and say, I thought I had the Holy Ghost. I don't have the Holy Ghost. Because look what the Holy Ghost will say. God is using you, you going on, you preaching the gospel, you singing, you doing everything you know God is leading you to do. You have an altercation with somebody. The Holy Ghost going to say, oh yeah, you did good last week. Why are you going up there? You know you and so-and-so not right. The Holy Ghost going to say, don't sit on the other side of the church, go hug them. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost I got. See, some people got a spirit living in them, and it allows them to cut people off, separate, sit on the other side, don't speak, don't hug. I don't know what kind of spirit you got, but the spirit that's living on the inside of me won't let me get up here every week and act like I don't have an offense with somebody. Everybody come out. Don't y'all, y'all listen. Now listen, y'all. I'm telling y'all, don't do, don't do me like that. Don't do pastor the quiet look. Please don't do that to pastor. Y'all don't do pastor like that because you don't have a pastor that care about that. I feel this word. God says time to take the people back into walking in the Holy Ghost, son. Let's go over here right quick. So y'all understand what's, why it's such a problem for people to be filled with power. Y'all understand? Because the way society is set up, is set up for us to keep moving on to the next thing. The kingdom of God not set up like that. The kingdom of God is not set up to scroll or flip to the next. You can't just overlook it. You can't, you can't just go to the next thing, go to the next thing. The Holy Ghost don't come just to make you dance all over the floor. The same Holy Ghost that caused you to speak in tongues is the same one that's going to cause you to say, I'm sorry. The same Holy Ghost that caused you to shout and dance is the same one that's going to tell that man, we're not married, we can't do that. It's the same spirit. Help me, Holy Ghost. Somebody say, Holy Ghost, help my pastor. I know y'all probably like, man. I don't hear sermons like that too often. But I'm trying to, because what's happening is we have a lot of believers that don't have no power. Say it again, Sister Sean. Oh, my girl said, say it again. I'm a part. That was what I needed to hear that. We got a lot of believers that don't have no power. Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. He said, if you believe in me, there's something I got to get to you. You can't say you believe in Jesus. Because if you saying I believe in Jesus, some kind of way he's going to get the information to you about being baptized in his spirit. Some kind of way. He's not going to leave you living a powerless, ignorant life. 
not going to do it. Anybody know the Jesus I'm preaching today? Do I have a witness that the Holy Ghost will deal with you? Willie, don't you feel him sometimes talking in your mind saying, don't you post that. You done type the whole post up. It's full of shade and flesh. And right when you're getting ready to hit post, that Holy Ghost say, if you don't get that off of there, erase it, delete it. You is not about to be throwing no shade. I don't care you feel your flesh burning. Let it die. You not posting that. And then if you hit post, guess what the Holy Ghost is going to do? He's going to say, okay, you want to keep hitting post? I'm leaving. And you're going to keep on going like you got the Holy Ghost. And don't even, you know how many people the Holy Ghost done left and they don't even know? So people invented this doctrine called once saved, always saved, because they didn't want to think that they could lose salvation. The Bible says, can grace abound and sin abound at the same time? God forbid. Paul started teaching the Romans. You can't say you walking in the grace of God and you walking in sin at the same time. Paul said, either you walking in the power of the Holy Ghost or you walking in sin. You can't do both. It say in him is no darkness at all. Oh, my. Oh, y'all quiet today. Y'all just don't know how much I love y'all. I love y'all so much I'm preaching like this. Because I'm tired of seeing people powerless. Huh, kids? We have no excuse to be powerless. We have no excuse to walk around with attitudes for two weeks at a time. Listen. Somebody say, if I got an attitude... For a whole month, I ain't got no power. Sometimes you got to help people pray. <laughs> you gotta, sometimes people need help to understand. How many of you know you can lose the Holy Ghost? I know everybody don't believe that. But you can lose the Holy Ghost. Can I get a witness? You can lose the Holy Ghost. Because if he's trying to lead you and lead you and lead you and you steady resisting him, at some point he's gonna say, Look, look, let's let's just let's just let's let's talk about this. I realize you don't want me. And that's okay. But let's stop playing these games. Because my job is to come empower you to do the right thing. And obviously, that's not what you want to do. So let's go ahead on and part ways so you can do what you want to do. That's okay. Because in 2022, I just want to be around people that's full of the Holy Ghost. Huh? I, I just want I just want to find believers like y'all that just love the spirit of God. And listen, if I don't want to put none of my thoughts in it, none of listen, I'm past the pollution. I've I, I've been around the religious world since I was 19. I'm about to be 45. And listen, y'all, true story. It's so polluted and contaminated with human interjections. It's ridiculous, and I'm past that. All I want is the pure thing. 
That's all I want. If it's not pure, somebody say, I don't want it. Ooh-wee. Pastor not coming too hard today, y'all. Am I? I'm not. Meat and potato. Yeah, y'all don't, don't. Come on, man. Y'all, I, I, I want to be amongst the people that love the word, man. Buffet. Let's go to Luke. Somebody say, Lord, teach me how to tarry. <laughs> Somebody say, Lord, teach me how to tarry. Say, I don't want to move until you do what you want to do. Whew. That's powerful right there. Let's go to Luke. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Just a couple of verses. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. This technology, y'all. The screen keep turning and switching. And almost was, I was about to see. I'm in my zone. I was about to rebuke the thing instead of just turning. <laughs> Everything ain't the devil. It just was didn't turn. Golly, that wasn't spiritual. It just didn't turn. I kids, that wasn't the devil. I just had to fix the thing. That's all it was. Sometimes you get in your zone, you just want to start rebuking everything. <laughs> that wasn't him, though. I just had to get this boy right. Luke 10, 17. Listen, y'all. Luke chapter 10, verse 17 and 19. Two verses. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. How many of you want power over the devil? Somebody say you can't two-step the devil out. You can't listen to me. You can't, you can't, you can't come up with three. You can't shake a cross at the devil and make him come out. You can't throw water on somebody to make the devil come out. Huh? You need some power to command the devil to come out. And this is what I learned about the devil. I learned this about the devil. You can't trick the devil into make him think you got some power. You can't, you can't, you can't trick him and make him, and you say, come out, devil. He's going to be like this. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this. Let, let, let's talk about this. You that's living with this man, that ain't your husband, got the audacity to tell me to come out? You got an attitude and a grudge with somebody for three weeks. You don't even speak to them. You really hate them. And now all of a sudden you're going to come in the front of the crowd like you just some big bad man of God, woman of God, and command me to come out. Are you serious? And at first he's going to just not come out. He's going to be like, nah, this ain't real. But then he's going to get offended. And he's going to say, now nah, hold on. No way in the world you should have the courage to tell me to come out. Y'all, the devil know you. He said, Peter, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? God is calling his people to walk in real power, not this fabricated big name, big title, 
offending everybody, hating one another. Nah, man, it's time to walk in some real power. The real power is going to give you the ability to say, you know what? I apologize. I'm sorry. Not arguing who was right and who was wrong. I'm sorry. Real power is going to make you suffer yourself to be defrauded. To make peace with one another. See, we got a church world that's full of people who want to argue who's right and who's wrong. The Bible says peace is in the Holy Ghost. Meaning it's going to drive you to create peace where there's no peace. I've never seen something like and what I'm learning as I get more and more and in, in grow more and more in the Holy Ghost is really comical right now to me. The people that say they have God's spirit, and when I compare it to the fruit of the spirit, I'll be like, it's literally no way. <laughs> it's not even possible, as mean as you are, to say you got the Holy Ghost. Like, that ain't even possible. Like, I can feel the hate. Like, what spirit that is? There's people in the church world that's really possessed with devils. Every tongue is not the Holy Ghost. If you're speaking in tongues, it should lead you to walk in a holy life. If you can speak in tongues 52 weeks out of the year, but if you hate your brother, how can you say you love God that you never seen, but hate your brother that you see every day? Somebody say that's not the Holy Ghost. Somebody say that ain't it. Somebody say that's not the Holy Ghost. That's not him. It's a ghost, all right. It ain't the Holy One, though. The Holy Ghost will cause you to be holy. Oh, it ain't that deep. <laughs> I told y'all I'm not that deep, this, this series. This series ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. Paul said, I'm not coming with enticing words of man's wisdom being all deep. He said, I'm not coming to be deep. I'm coming to show you what the power is like. God say, how is it that people say they got my power when they faint in every trial? What's the point of the Holy Ghost if it's not keeping you? The Holy Ghost is a keeper. Meaning it will keep you saved no matter what you're going through. You can't say, what you say, sir? If you want to stay in the faith, the Holy Ghost will keep you there. No matter how hard it is, no matter how much you're tempting, the Holy Ghost will put this in your spirit. If I got to go all by myself, I'm going to go by myself. The Holy Ghost going to put breed lyrics in you. If family walk away, if friends walk away, I'm going to go by myself. I read about some apostles that were getting beat in the Bible. And they made up in their mind that they were going to serve God no matter what. But they found themselves getting beat, getting beat, getting beat. And they walked up to the Lord and they already had the Holy Ghost from Acts chapter 2. Now we're in chapter 4. 
And in chapter 4, they came to a position where the religious community was beating them, physically beating them. And they regathered back in the upper room and they went pray again and they assembled all over again. See, this is what the church don't want to do. Sometimes you got to assemble all over again and get filled up all over again. See, if you know you don't have it, if you know you're not strong, if you know you're not walking in power, sometimes you got to call yourself a fast and say, God, fill me up all over again. The Bible say the room started shaking where they were. See, the Holy Ghost that live on the inside of me, it just won't let me talk to people any kind of way. Sometimes the Holy Ghost say, why you treated that person like that? Then I got to go right back in this. Hey, I can't say I'm the boss. I'm the pastor. The Holy Ghost ain't, there ain't no respect to person. He don't care what your name is. He don't care what your title is. Hey, he's trying to get you to heaven. The Holy Ghost will not let sin be upon you. He's not going to let it. Look what he said. He said, I thank you that you revealed, you hid this from the wise and the prudent and you revealed it to babies. He said, even so, Father. That's when, Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, there we go. Let's go. I, I went too far. Verse 19, see? Now, that was the devil. See, he didn't want me to give you this part. Somebody say that part. We're going to get that part. Verse 19. Y'all preach it with me. Say, behold. Tell your neighbor, say, behold. Say, slow yourself down. Jesus say, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Somebody say, and all the power of the enemy. And nothing. Somebody say nothing. Somebody say nothing. Shall by any means Hurt you. Now y'all heard what Jesus say that power was supposed to do? Why are we so weak as Christians? Why, since when Christians, ain't no Christian supposed to be battling depression. Ain't no Christian supposed to be possessed by no devil. No Christian supposed to be Bound with pornography, bound with alcohol, bound with drugs. How are you going to say you believe in Jesus and you got all kind of bondages in your life? He says, slow down. I give you power. Power means the ability to perform. He said, but this is why the church world can't have her power. Because she can't tarry. The mind of man has been trained to just scroll and scroll and scroll. And her attention span is so damaged, she can't tarry. And that's why my church is bound. Her attention span too short. The Lord say, people want me to free them in three seconds. And they've been bound since they were little children. 
It takes time to get free. Do you ever read your Bible and how Jesus' church services were? Jesus would cast devils out and all you would hear was screaming going on. It was constant. One time they, when they found out Jesus was in town, they literally would bring all of the sick people, all of the possessed people, and just sit them down at his feet. And he would one by one go through each problem and free demons. He would grow arms back. You know why we can't see arms growing back? We don't want to tear it. You can't see miracles if nobody want to tear it. Oh, the church not like it used to be because they used to tarry. We do more complaining than tarrying. People rather complain than tarry. It's easy to complain, but it's not hard. It's, but it's sure not easy to tarry because that next post on your mind. What I'm about to cook on my mind. I got to go pick up my son. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. No. If you want to walk in power, you're going to have to do this right here. You're going to have to. Man, I feel a revival. I do. I feel it. I feel it. I I really feel like like this this weekend I've just been seeking after the Lord, just spending time with him, and it's it's like a refreshing, and it's like, and I'm giving you, this can happen to you. You can go stale. But you know what's sad about going stale? People got so much pride, they won't admit they dry. People don't want to admit they ain't heard the voice of God in months. Nobody want to admit that the Bible is not interesting to them. There's no way you got the Holy Ghost and God's word is not interesting to you. If it's a stronger to you to read the Bible, then you got to say, do I really have the spirit? Because Jesus said, when the spirit come, it's going to testify of me. The Holy Ghost want to get in the word. That's why he eat. That's how he grow. That's how he thrive. Jesus said, in the last days, this is going to be, son. You're going to have five wives. You're going to have five foolish. You're going to have people in church called virgins with no all. All, let me give it to you in layman terms. People sitting in churches all over the world with no Holy Ghost. He said, you're going to have people sitting in church saying they're a virgin and don't have no power in them. How you know if you got power? You can't have power with a hard heart. If you arguing with apologizing, check your power. Because if you really have the power, your heart is going to be so sensitive to the voice of God. And you're not going to want to jeopardize losing that spirit. How many people don't have oil? Jesus told one church this. He said, I see you over there, Ephesus. I see y'all over there. I'm checking y'all out. He said, I'm walking in and out that congregation. I'm going with you to your house. I'm going with you to school. I'm going with you on your job. I'm everywhere you go. I'm checking you out. I'm looking at everything you watch. I'm looking at everything you see. I'm doing. 
His name ain't Santa Claus, it's Jesus. Jesus watching everything you're doing. And look what he say. I know your works. He say, I know everything about you. I know what you like. I know where you go. I know what you drive. I know where you, I know who your friends are. I know everything about you. I know it all. He say, but this is my issue with you. You left your first love. I'm not the first thing on your mind when you wake up. You don't roll out of bed and talk to me. You just call me when you get in a tr- in the problem. If you got a problem, you gonna call me. But just to be in love with me and talk to me, oh no, we not there. We not there. But let 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 your bills be short. Oh Jesus, let your marriage be on the rocks. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Let, let that money get a little tight. Oh, Jesus. Let that money get full. Oh, man, I don't feel like going to church this week. I don't feel good. I need a vacation. God bless you so much and make you leave him. Oh, man, you used to pray when you had problems. Now you can afford to buy you a ticket somewhere. God says, stop running all over this world. It's no matter where you go. When you got the Holy Ghost, you already at rest. You're already rich. I like, I feel like an old time man alone. I like it, though. I really do. I like it, though. I, it feel good. <laughs> because, listen, this is what I learned. I done got into all kind of biblical disputes. Seriously. I used to be the kind of person that would love to argue because I wanted to show people how much I've been studying what I know. I used to be like that, but I was young in the faith. Y'all forgive me. Y'all laughing at me, but y'all forgive me. I used to be like that. But as I've traveled through this religious world last week, I really got scared. And I told the Lord these words when I was praying. I say, Lord, this religious arena is scary. I say, Lord, this church world is dangerous. I say, God, there's a lot of vipers in the church world. There's a lot. And, I, and I was just talking to God like that. And for about two, three days as I was just reflecting and thinking, that's when I made the conclusion. I said, all I want is pure Christ. That's what I've reached at this point in my life. I don't want the word of God polluted anymore. I don't want the Holy Ghost mixed with something. I I don't want to add to holiness. I'm just after the spirit of God to lead me and guide me. I'm grown to a point where nobody can intimidate me to believe something that's the Holy Ghost say, you know that ain't right. See, the Holy Ghost will give you some courage. The Holy Ghost that I'm talking about will give you some boldness. The Holy Ghost will make you get to a point in your mind to where you don't even care if somebody agrees. As long as it's true, you're ready to die for it. Jesus told him this, and I'm about through. 
Y'all tired of hearing about the Holy Ghost? Just somebody just give me a cue or something. But I'm about to be done because I can't preach all day. I told you I'm going to be right here parked for three weeks. Somebody say, I want the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Somebody say, don't mix it with your ideas. (laughs) Don't mix it with your denomination. (laughs) Don't pour nothing in it. Just give me the pure Holy Ghost. Untainted, unfiltered Holy Ghost. Let's go to Acts chapter 1. We're getting ready to go. Y'all stand up. We're getting ready to go. We're getting ready to go. Ooh, this is good right here. (laughs) Verse number 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them. Oh, my God. See, I told y'all we're not about to get all deep. (laughs) This is what happened. Jesus had just rose from the dead, right? And when he rose from the dead, he grabbed his disciples, and they were all assembled together. And somebody say he commanded them. He didn't ask them. He didn't request them. He commanded them. He said, if you're going to say you represent me, you need some power. He commanded them. And he said that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Somebody say, why are you going to church every Sunday and depart with no power? Jesus said this, don't you leave that place unless you leave with some power. You know why we can't leave with power? Because we don't want to tear it. You got to tear it to get some power. Oh, my God. Somebody say he commanded me. To get some power. He said, but wait for the promise of the Father. Which you have heard of me. He told it to us. Who was in that room, that song when y'all were singing the power and all? Who he say? The disciples was there. The apostles was there. And the, it said the mother of Jesus too. And then it said, if they had to be endued with power from on high, what about you? What about me? You cannot get by. It say, but if you look at churches today, so many have gone astray. Not much singing. Not much shouting. Don't even want to pray. Oh, my God. Look what John, look what Jesus say. <laughs> For John truly baptized with water. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. He said, but you shall be baptized with what? The Holy Ghost. Listen, y'all. He didn't say get touched by the Holy Ghost. 
He didn't say pass by the Holy Ghost. He said get baptized in the Holy Ghost. You know what that word baptized is? Complete submergence. I'm talking about like just completely drenched, overflowing, full of it. When Stephen was getting stoned, the Bible say, and Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost. How many of you know God don't want you halfway full? God don't want you running on 25%. He wants you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Fill me up. I begin to pray to God like that. I begin to talk to God, and, and when I was talking to God, I say, God, I want to be full like Stephen. And then I just started feeling something just moving and stirring. You're talking about somebody been having the Holy Ghost since 19. But what I've learned is you can literally dry up. You can get stale. You can, you can get the spirit and go through so many trials and get drained. And people not humble enough to say, man, I'm running on empty. When you start struggling with things you, was over, you overcame, that's a sign. When, you gotta, when it's a fight for you to pray, that's a sign. When you don't have a hunger for God's word, that's a sign to you. Something not right with this Holy Ghost I say I have. Can I get an honest answer? How many of you ever felt like you were empty before? See, that's why I love y'all. Y'all some real people. I received the Holy Ghost at 19. And guess what happened, y'all? I backslid. That's why when I preach this kind of word to you, I preach it from experience. I got 25 years of experience walking with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has kept me through some things that I can't even, it's not even possible the things that I went through, I could have stayed there just because of my mental was strong. If it was just up to LJ about three and a half years ago, church would have got the deuce from me. No, I'm like, I would have like, it would have been over. Because I'm the kind of person, I'm just a real person. I'm a real person. And about, I would have been like this, you know what? With this drama, I'm going back to the world. But this is why I didn't do that. Because I love Jesus. And the only way I knew Jesus was real was because I couldn't deny what was living on the inside of me. I couldn't deny the power, the freedom, the liberty. I couldn't deny that. That's real. And what I learned when humans go left, the Holy Ghost can keep you right. See, when you get the real Holy Ghost, it don't. There were people living in dens and caves of the earth still saved. Oh, my God. Somebody say Holy Ghost. 
Somebody say Holy Ghost. Somebody say Holy Ghost. Somebody say fill me up. Boy, something about the real thing, boy. Just talking about the Holy Ghost, I can feel him all around me. Jesus said, John truly baptized you with water. He said, but in a few days, you're going to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. And then the page turned over to chapter 2. Hallelujah. The apostles walked in a room. Mary walked in a room. And the Bible says about 120 souls gathered in the room and they closed the door behind them. They didn't have no phones distracting them. They didn't have nothing. They took Jesus' instruction. He said, don't you come out of that room until you got some power. Oh, God. And the Bible says that they were all sitting in one room and their minds were in one place. They all made up in their mind they wanted the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, suddenly there was a sound from heaven. And it said it filled the house where they were sitting. Hallelujah. And it said a cloven tongue like fire just came. And it just sat on their chest. And the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. As the Spirit, we don't have to hit your mouth. We, we don't have to say it in your ear. Repeat after me. Uh, we ain't talking about this fabricated teaching you how to speak in tongues. Jesus said, if you believe on me, as the Scriptures say, out of your belly. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The Bible said that Holy Ghost hit them. And it said took over them. See, you got to let the Holy Ghost take over you. You can't resist it. You can't be thinking about what you're giving up, what you're going back to. Because nothing you're holding on to is better than being filled with the Holy Ghost. And when you come to the altar, this is going to be your battle. The devil going to say, well, you got to give that up. You got to and say, I'm giving it up. And you preparing yourself for the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. Oh, God. I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this. This is my kind of church. I like this. Mm. And the Bible say as they begin to flow in the spirit. The Bible say people from all over the world. See, when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, it's not going to be, I think I got it. Oh, I got touched. Oh, nah, man. You're going to see it and hear it. The Bible say they saw it and they heard it. And then the people saw him speaking in tongues. They was listening. They was like, well, what in the world is going on? What in the, what is that? And Peter the apostle stood up. 
He say, men and brethren. He said, this is God's will. Somebody say, this is God's will. He say, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh, on janitors, on senators, on doctors, on lawyers, on the rich, on the poor, on the black, on the white, on the Jew, the Greek, the Gentile. He say, all flesh. You feel that, I said. He in here, huh? You feel that, huh? Charm, you feel him, huh? He in the room, huh? See, when you have you, see, I got some people in here know what I'm talking about. I can feel that Holy Ghost all in the atmosphere. I can feel him all around me. I can feel it, I'm leaving. You feel him, huh? Ain't he in the room? This is how we're going into 2022, full of power. We're going in full of power. But y'all going to come meet me up here or we're going to just sing all day? I'm talking about we're going to have a real outpouring today. Listen, I'm talking about a real outpouring. I ain't talking about this where you can just say, God, touch me or... God just, you know, I think I got it all. Nah, man, we ain't doing that no more. We ain't doing all these games and, and wondering if we got power. And, uh-uh. God is ready to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Come on up here if you want to come up here. Even if you already have the Holy Ghost and you just need God to fill you up all over again. Listen, I'm going to get me a refill. Come on. I'm going to get me a refill today. Come on, even if you want to get a refill, come on up here. Hallelujah, Lord. Mm. Can we do it like they did in Acts chapter 2? Oh, God. Somebody say power, Lord. Baptize me, Lord. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Fill me up. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Hallelujah. Come on, God is forgiving you. God is forgiving you. Come on, God is washing you. God is cleaning you. Fill us up, God. Till I Right where you are, bow your heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, God. God, as we come before you today, God. God, as we come before you today, God. God, you know where we are, God. God, you know, God, if we really fool, God. You know, God, if we really fool, God. You know, God, Imando, Fill this place, God. 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 Come on, receive the Holy Ghost. 
Come on, receive the Holy Ghost. Come on, receive the Holy Ghost. Come on, the Holy Ghost is falling. Come on, the Holy Ghost is falling. Come on, I feel him all in the room. Let it refill you. Come on, let it refill you. Come on, let it refill you. Come on, he pouring out his spirit. Say, don't you leave till you full of power. Fill us up, God. 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 Pour out of your spirit. Oh, yeah, that's the Holy Ghost. He baptizing you. Oh, yeah, he baptizing you. He baptizing you. Let it flow out of your belly. Out of your belly. Come on, out of your belly. Rivers, living water. Come on, receive it. Come on, let him feel you. Come on, he baptizing you. All over again. Yes. Come on, let it flow. 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 Come on, come on. Yes, God. Come on, yes, God. Come on, yes, God. Yes, out of your belly. Rivers. Living water. Fill this place, God. Flood this place. Flood this place, God. Come on, he pouring out the spirit. Fill us up, God. Yes. Come on, y'all, I'm telling y'all. Come on, he pouring out the Holy Ghost. Come on, God, fill us up, God. We don't want to be the same, God. We want to be full of you, God. Pour out of your spirit, God. Upon all flesh. Upon all flesh. Fill us up, God. 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 Yes, God. Yes, God. Come on, out of your belly. Come on, out of your belly. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. 
Fill us up, God. Fill us up, God. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Tara, tell you been doing with power. Come on, Tara, tell you been doing with power. Come on, don't leave here without 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 power. Shakur Raman did it out of Come on, come on, John, push through. Come on, come on, come on, push through. Come on, he's doing a new thing in you. Come on, he's doing a new thing in you. Yes, God. Come on, cry out to him. Come on, call upon him. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus. 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 Yes, God, hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Come on, Jesus, say, Terry. Say you been doing with power. Come on, say you been doing with power. Baptize us, God. Baptize us, God. Baptize us, God. Come on, let it flow. Baptize us, God. Come on, baptize us, God. Baptize us, God. Yes. Come on, out of your belly. Out of your belly. Rivers. Let it flow. Come on. Shandere ba ma 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 ko sha ba 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 ka yando ra ba ba si. Yando lo 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 Yes. The Bible said he laid hands on them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, church, receive the Holy Ghost. Come on, he commanded them. He commanded them. Terry, tell you been doing with power from on high. Imando Roma Mama Masi, Iko Robo Koshemene Mama Mama Masaya. Come on, the Bible said he laid hands on them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Yando Roma Mama 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 Mose. Yande de 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 de
said they were all filled with the Spirit. It says that they were all filled with the Spirit. It said they were all filled with the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It said they were all filled with the Spirit.
Father God, in the name of Jesus, this is my beloved sister, God. God, strengthen her all over again, my Lord God. God, you love her dearly, my Lord God. You love her dearly, my Lord God. Strengthen her right now in the name of Jesus. Pour of your spirit upon her, my Lord God. Refresh her in the Holy Ghost, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus, God. God, we all go through things, oh God. But you love us dearly, God. Go on and receive it. I want to
it's real. Don't ever let nobody tell you the Holy Ghost ain't real. Don't let nobody talk you out of it. Don't let nobody tell you it. Don't take all of these things. It's real. And we are commanded to have it. It's a promise from God. And listen, if you come to the altars and you don't receive the Holy Ghost, I didn't even get the Holy Ghost at the altar. Hallelujah. And now I'm starting to realize that God did it on purpose that way so nobody can take credit for it. Hallelujah. I received the Holy Ghost in my grandmother's house in the back room. Anybody else was filled with the Holy Ghost away from church? See what I'm talking about? God would do those type of things because he wants us to be connected to him. Hallelujah. So don't, that's, and what I've learned at age 44, my most valuable treasure in life, I love my wife. I love my son. I love my daughter, my grandson. I love all of my family, my brother. I love everybody. I love you guys. But the most valuable thing that I've come to treasure in life is the spirit of God. Because it will literally keep your mind sane. He'll help you get through the trials of life. He'll help you to be holy. He will help you obey God. Amen. So this is just the first week of this because I don't want our church to be powerless. Amen. During the week, spend time in prayer, praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up. And you're going to have people saying you don't need to pray in the Holy Ghost and you don't need this and they're going to try to talk you away. Listen, I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is real, y'all. Do I have a witness in this place? The Holy Ghost is real. And it can change you and make you a new creature, a whole new man. Amen. It can do that. It can change your heart, change your mind, change your desires. Hallelujah. And it's a promise to you. Amen. So let me read Numbers chapter 6 as we get ready to go. Numbers 6 and 24 says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. And the Lord be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. And I want to leave you with this as we go. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank God for our musical team. They sound good. Give them a hand clap. Thank God for them. Amen. That's why you need people that's full of the Holy Ghost. They set the atmosphere. Amen. And you can feel it. Amen. And I want to leave y'all with this in Acts 2 and, and keep this in your heart. And this, this is something I want to interject. If you ever feel like you empty, you ever feel like you don't have it no more, Talk to God. Set some time away in your house and say, God, fill me all over again. Don't live an empty life. It says, verse 3, and this is how I'm leaving you. The Holy Ghost is real. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them 
and they were all filled. Somebody say, it's for everybody. Somebody say, it's for everybody. It says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's how we're going to leave. That's our theme. Amen. Somebody say they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When you're seeking God for the Holy Ghost and you feel it coming on you and you never had the Holy Ghost, it may startle you, it may spook you, it may kind of throw you off a little bit, but you got to let him come on in and don't worry about what it sounds like. You just let him talk, let it flow. And as you yield to the Spirit of God, it'll take over your life. Amen. Anybody can be a witness to that. Amen. It'll take over your life. So God bless you. You are dismissed. Spend time in the Holy Ghost this week. And next week, I should have to preach so hard. It should go a little easier. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Amen. You are dismissed in Jesus' name.